Welcome to A Brighter Web, a show where we discuss ideas and perspectives about making the web a brighter place to be. Each podcast will interview marketing professionals across multiple industries and discover what's worked for the digital marketing strategy, what hasn't, and what they plan to try. Today, our guest is Matt Van Zandt, who is the worship pastor and creative director of Piedmont Church. If you've ever done much work with the church world, you know that churches tend to be one of the biggest producers of high-quality content that you'll find anywhere. Everything from blogs to videos to email to print material and much more. Piedmont Church is no exception, and I'm super excited to have Matt on the show. So, Matt, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me today, Mickey. Excited. Hey, thanks. Um, so, to start things off, just tell us a bit more about where you work, how long you've been there, how you got started, your current role, that kind of thing. Sure. So, um, I've actually been at Piedmont for uh, about 12 years, Piedmont Church in Marietta, Georgia. And um, I didn't start in my current role. I kind of was uh, brought up through the ranks. Um, I was traveling, playing music uh, at the beginning of my early career um, across the uh, kind of Southeast playing music and needed something a little more consistent. And so uh, Piedmont Church hired me on as a weeder um, in the yard. So I was picking weeds uh, because they couldn't afford to pay me to play music. But uh, about six years ago, I went full time as the worship pastor, creative director, and uh, just been loving it ever since. Awesome. So yeah, you wear a lot of hats at Piedmont. You do a lot of different things. Um, yes, I'm amazed as I've been helping a little bit more with production and stuff on Sundays, just the huge team and just what an amazing job you guys do there. And I, I know you mostly yeah, from that yes. role, but um, as Green Mellon, you know, helped build the Piedmont side a couple of years ago, I know right. you're from the marketing director side as well, or creative director, I guess. Right. So with all the different marketing pieces you do, what's really been working well for you guys lately? Well, it's, it's church marketing is an interesting medium to me um, just because uh we're kind of, we, we have a consistent number of people that come uh, to church uh, on Sundays or Wednesdays or whenever. And so we, we have a built-in, uh, just a built-in target audience. And uh, so, but our biggest thing is how do we create, uh, it's kind of a Chick-fil-A thing, but how do we create raving fans out of that, out of our people that are coming? Because what we've realized, especially in the church world, I mean, you know, the most powerful form of marketing is, is word of mouth. Um, you know, someone telling somebody else about what you do. Um, I, you know, I'm more apt to believe uh, my buddy Josh about a great sushi restaurant as opposed to the Yelp person saying, oh, it's terrible, you know. Right. So um, for us, it's a very grassroots level, um, trying to create raving fans and then getting those raving fans to tell their friends and family about what we do. Um, but we also have to have quality content to back that up. And um, for us, some of the biggest tools that we use is social media, um, just because uh, we realize that, you know, our target audience, which our target audience for social media and marketing is families in Northeast Cobb, um, we realize that they are extremely active uh, in the social media world. Um, and when it comes to that, I think, you know, we realize that uh, when our raving fans or our, our congregation tells their friends the first place their friends are going to go look or you know it's two places it's, they're going to go to their website we have a great website thanks to green melon uh, a little plug yeah, there for you. Uh, and uh and your social media and uh if your social media content isn't quality um there's nothing to engage or to keep them there um so social media is huge for us um mailchimp we use pretty much every week week in and week out and i think people you know most most of the time they uh, put MailChimp with a uh, email system, but they're, you know, way much more than just email. They do 
Um, and then uh, for us is consistency uh, in our posts and in our marketing. So um, we use Buffer, uh, which is great for scheduling posts. Uh, yeah, I used, use Buffer personally for just some of my stuff. It's okay. Awesome. Yeah. We used Hootsuite for a while, but um, Buffer is a little more kind of our speed and our yeah, It's very powerful, but yeah, very complex compared to buffer. It's, it's very sure. robust and not easy to figure out. But <laughs> yeah. so scheduling for us is huge because, you know, I'm an analytics geek and uh, I love to see numbers on the website and live stream and all these other places. And what we've realized is, you know, scheduling keeps your post consistent. And uh, I think consistency is key with uh, social media, especially with algorithms now where, you know, President George Bush just died. And uh, I remember when I got the CNN notification, I went on social media immediately because, you know, that's what everybody does. Oh, go to Twitter or Instagram. So I went to Instagram. I'm like, ah, oh, there's not much. Yesterday, so like three days after he's passed, I see all these George W. Bush posts. And it's like posted two days ago, you know. So how do you kind of get, you know, your post seen? Um, so number one's consistency. Having those people interact with that post um, is huge. And so what we've realized is, for instance, uh, Monday through Friday at 2 p.m., uh, between 2 and 3 p.m., our posts had the highest engagement. Well, why is that? Because I always like to start with why. I always want to know why. Yep. Um, what we realize is moms and dads, grandmas, grandpas, aunt, uncles are sitting in a carpool line and yep. they're waiting on their kid to get out of school. So what do you do? You go through Instagram. You, you, know, you go through your Facebook feed. Um, so consistent you know, days of the week and consistent times are huge for us. Um, and, and also quality content because it's easy. I think it's easy to post constantly, but it's harder to post quality content consistently. Yep. And I think that's kind of what, what we're looking for. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. We, we joined the church, gosh, I guess eight years ago, maybe. And it was, it was word of mouth. It was a friend that told us to come join. And so you have to have that. But then of course we went and checked out the website, which yeah, wasn't great at the terrible. time. It was good enough to get the <laughs> no, job done. <laughs> but it got us there at least. It was really because yeah. Brian kept pushing us that we need to come. But then, yeah, you have to have the great, great product at the end too. And yeah, so right. having all those pieces certainly, certainly helps. So, so you have a lot of go. great stuff, a lot of great stuff going on. What's been a struggle lately? Um, struggle. Let's see. I think posting consistently is a struggle <laughs> for us. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, I think we... we do a, a good job of just making sure it it's, it's hard to create content sometimes, um, especially when you are posting consistently. So I think creating good con quality content is always a struggle, yeah. uh, especially for, you know, in an organization where you are wearing 12 hats, you know, I'm planning a service, uh, creating a video, um, you know, doing graphics, but then also, Oh, by the way, I still got to worry about the marketing. So, right. you know, making sure that consistency is, is, is good. And, and something that we kind of, we try to follow is the 70, 20, 10 rule, which 70% what we post is val value content. So images, quotes, fast facts, news, 20% is shared content. So sharing something of else, somebody else's, and then 10% only is actual promotional content because we really don't want to just, always shove something down somebody's throat. So yeah. um, that's a struggle for us. And then also just staying kind of up with what's new and popular because, you know, a lot of times churches are very much uh, uh, known for being, you know, 
experts of the past and we never want to be that I like experts of the past that's nice yeah yeah <laughs> so uh I don't, I don't ever want to be an expert of what used to work but um yeah. so we always try to you know stay up on what's what's working now um you know in in the marketing world which it's you know i mean even mail outs work great honestly for what we do a lot of times we don't do it that much because it's so expensive but facebook ads are huge um yeah. for us and shares getting those shares from it. Um, but then also our, um, our live stream, our live streams on Facebook. Um, and we were one of the first churches actually, um, to use Facebook live, um, to you for our live stream. Um, because what we realize is, you know, on a Sunday morning, a lot of people aren't on our website waiting for, you know, Oh, I'm on Piedmont church's website. I should see their live stream, but they are scrolling through Facebook and yep. have our thing pop up there. But yeah, quality content is always a struggle for us. Um, taking the right pictures and uh, putting sure. the right videos and all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's always a, a huge struggle. Yeah. Gotcha. And Facebook ads are certainly important because the organic reach of most businesses is dropping unless you do right. live videos, which tend to still get a huge boost. So you guys are kind of getting the best of yeah. both in the ads during the week and then the live stuff on Sunday. And it's crazy. Our, and I was just looking at this because <clears throat> once again, I'm an analytics geek, but um, like our views on our website average between hundred and 200 views um, um, a Sunday, but Facebook, especially cause it replays, you know, it stays there. I mean, we get 16 to 1800 views a week, um, of our service. So really, wow. Um, the live Facebook live aspect of things is, is huge. That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that big. That's awesome. It's crazy. Um, so you guys are have your fingers in a lot of pots here doing lots of different things. What's something you're wanting to get into later? You said don't have the time or budget or skill or whatever to hit today. You know, I see just because of where we live in Atlanta, Georgia, we're kind of uh, uh, saturated with great churches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of hard to 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 be in Atlanta and not know a name of like a North Point or a Passion City. Um, and so I'm always kind of watching what they do, and they do a really great job of. Um, kind of reposting uh, stuff from that service. So they'll do like a 60 second recap of something that Louis said and gotcha. um, just to keep that engagement up. But um, I would love to see us get into uh, just some better. Um, I mean, digital marketing is always great, but um, I would love to see our, our uh, kind of physical marketing uh, grow a little bit more um, from a uh, graphic and kind of, what we do more, I mean, I don't want to say billboards. That's not the right word because it's so old. But uh, I don't know. We, we have these signs outside of the church, and right. I'm in charge of them. I do a really bad job of changing them out. See, I was just going to say I thought you do a good job because oh, you see it every no. day, but most of us see it maybe once a week. So if you see it 30 days in a row. You think, yeah. oh, gosh, we got to change them. I'm saying, four times you got a new one up already. This is great. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, I would love to keep that more consistent with what's kind of going on inside the church. Um, but man, there's so many things I would love to get into and, uh, and try. And I'm always a learner. I always like tinkering uh, with things. I don't ever want to hold something so tight that you can never change it. So I always use a term, uh, hold loosely uh, gotcha. to certain things that work um, because tomorrow they might not. So, yeah. um, you know, that world's ever changing. And I'm always looking to kind of the big dogs of, you know, a North point or a, 
uh, Passion City or uh, any of those major, major mega churches uh, and, and seeing kind of what they do. But then also, too, we, we, we look outside of the box. We don't want to just look at churches and learn from them because we realize that the marketing world is so huge and there's so many people doing such a great job. So brands, um, we look at a lot of brands as well and kind of how they do things. Gotcha. Cool. So you've talked about a lot of tools throughout this. What is, pick your favorite or one you haven't mentioned or the favorite of the ones you have mentioned or. Yeah, Did I mention MailChimp yet? I think you mentioned MailChimp a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite. Oh, geez. Um, the one that you would just be heartbroken if it, they closed up shop tomorrow. You know, I, I want to say Instagram, but if Instagram went out of business tomorrow, they'd put a lot of, you know, other people, social media influencers out of business. So that might be <laughs> exciting because I would love to see them go down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think my favorite, I mean, honestly, Facebook live is awesome. Uh, okay. and, and it's just, it's kind of changed our game uh, with just the reach that we have. And especially when people share our Facebook live, because then it shares, you know, not only on their page, but then all the people that, follow them and, and, right. and then that reach just gets larger and Facebook is such a robust uh, platform it's, it's pretty crazy crazy but then honestly Buffer I can't say enough about Buffer it's it's huge for us just because it, I'm not a very consistent person I'm very bad at that and being able to have a tool that helps me stay consistent is huge gotcha yeah I like, I like Buffer for my own, because I tend to batch my social media reading and stuff. I use Feedly a lot for reading blogs, and uh, I'll see like right. six articles I want to share, and so I can throw right. them on Buffer, and that'll kind of spread them out over the next day or so. Versus, you know, Mickey shared this, Mickey shared this, Mickey shared this. You know, it's, like my dad. You know, I mean, he'll he'll go through his Facebook feed and share everything he sees. And it's just <laughs> like, oh, uh huh. What's your What's your favorite uh, marketing tool right now, Mickey? Oh, good question. Um, yeah. I think active campaign, similar to MailChimp. It's like MailChimp, just a little, little more robust, a little more complicated, um, okay. a little more CRM focused, I guess, and automation okay. and some of that. MailChimp is adding a lot lately to kind of keep up with it, but yeah, I'd say. I think active so this campaign. is like something that you use to keep up with your customers, I guess. Well, you can. We use it more as from the MailChimp side of things for sending out, you know, messages to different groups and segments yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Do you look at your open rates and all that oh, stuff? Yeah, yeah quite so, a bit. So it's. It's interesting. Open rates are a complicated thing. Our, one of our biggest clients had a little hiccup with MailChimp Monday, but she sends out, a, every time she posts a blog entry, she sends it to her email list of 40,000 people. Oh my God. It has like a 40% open rate. Like That's huge. Enormous. Wow. So, and then, yeah, so yeah, we can't hit those kind of open rates with you know, <laughs> that kind of size. So just depends wow. on your audience. She just has a, a crazy hey. audience to her. So, you know. And another thing too, just to throw this in there, you're talking about things that work. Our website, I'm not saying just because you built it, but <laughs> um, looking at the analytics on that is huge. Um, oh, yeah. The numbers that Google sends, you know, each week they send you like a, this many people looked at your website, this many right. people called you. Those numbers for us are enormous. And we do a lot of things in our community um, to where we have people on our campus all the time. And that's been a huge tool for us too, are these uh, different community leaders and teachers and uh, organizations using our, um, our campus um, because we offer it for free because we want people on our campus. Um, right. awesome. Ike, Ike, the senior pastor, Ike Reigert is, yeah, yeah, I know he pushed from day one is we're not going to charge for use of our facility. We're going to bring the community here and see the church and absolutely. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. 
and, and, and that's a huge marketing tool for us because um, we have people on our campus literally every day of the week um, from our community. And it's Piedmont's kind of become a hub um, for our community and kind of has given Northeast Cobb an identity because we're technically an unincorporated Marietta, um, but we're not. So we're not Town Center Mall on Barrett Parkway, but we're not downtown Marietta. Um, so we're kind of in this unincorporated Marietta area. And to be able to give that area a uh, kind of a hub and a, and a face and a name um, has been huge um, for the growth of this area. And those people have, um, we've created raving fans in our community, not even our church members. And yeah. To be able to, you know, have people that don't even go to church here go, oh, I love Piedmont. I mean, that's yeah. that's a huge marketing tool in itself. I guess I never but, thought of it that way, but I'm looking at other churches that charge $200 to rent the fellowship hall or whatever. Yeah. You basically lose $200. You spend $200 to let someone use it for free, but you do it as a marketing tool to get them in. Absolutely. You know? So essentially, you're almost paying for that by giving away for free, but it works out, you know, comes back yeah. to fades because of that. So, and you know, it's cleaning budget. It's basically our marketing. Right. Budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, but, uh, but no, our website's huge um, just because not only do we have um, people looking for a church to come, uh, uh, you know, to, looking for a church to, to go to, um, we have people from the community going, where's Piedmont? And they, you know, Piedmont Church, they type into Google and our website pops up. And for, you know, to have a quality website with, you know, the information that they need quickly is, is huge. And once again, you know, you and I had a conversation on Sunday about always, you know, tinkering and always holding loosely, like um, changing the way, you know, people interact with our website because you know, the first place people go is the live stream. So, yeah. you know, let's put a button on the home screen, you know, watch live, you know, watch now. So um, just always changing, but you know, websites huge. People are going to go to your website before they ever walk into your business. Oh yeah. Almost every time. Awesome. Well, this has been great, Matt. I appreciate your time so much. Um, I think you probably have about 50 answers for this, but what are some of the best ways people can find you guys online, find you online? What do you want people to look up? Well, uh, let's see. My social media is at Matt Van Zant. Um, I'm a terrible tweeter, um, but uh, I'm great with Instagram stories. Uh, All right. But, uh, and then our uh, church is uh, at PiedmontChurch.tv. Um, you can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, all those joyous places. And uh, let us know what you think. You know, find us. And uh, hey, if you're in Marietta looking for a church home, uh, feel free to swing by and, and say hello. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks so much for your time. I'll see you Thank Sunday. You. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Cool.